Verdugo back to the pen. He oh. caught it. He oh. took it back. He's doing everything right now. Hello and welcome to another edition of the TC and Company podcast season winding down and we roll on. Uh, don't want to spend a lot of time. I want to get right to this week uh, because I don't think there's anyone Red Sox fans would rather hear from than our guest. So uh, let's get right to it. The man we've been talking about all season, man who's been having a tremendous year, uh, going to finish top three in uh, the batting race in the American League and has had as good a defensive year as, as he has ever had. So without further ado, uh, the man uh, playing the last couple of games of his season and we'll see where he is playing next year. Most fans hope is here. The shortstop and de facto captain of the Boston Red Sox, Xander Bogarts, the guest on this week's TC and Company podcast. All right, joining us now is a uh, man who is now getting older. He's in his 30s. The back starts to get tight all of a sudden. Uh, Xander, how is the back? It's better. It's better. Uh, I mean, the weather doesn't really help. Honestly, just being cold. Also, uh, yesterday was yesterday for a minute. I thought being out there would have been better, you know, because just standing in the dugout cheering on the guys, I was getting too cold. Listen, you have no idea. By the way, when you get my age, you just wake up with things. You know, you go to bed, your back's fine. You wake up, your back's in pain. All you right? don't even know from where. <laughs> no idea. Sleeping-related injuries. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, like like talking to Nate Valdi last week. Nathan said, "I really want to get back, make these two starts," because like you, his un- uncertain about the future. You know, is obviously you want to go out playing here and then worry about the offseason and the offseason, but yeah. you want to make sure you were getting in these last couple of games, right? Yeah, uh, I mean. I feel like I kind of owe it to the fans, obviously, and obviously, uh, as a player, you want to finish strong. Also, uh, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be good, you know. Uh, might be a little emotional. I don't know, I don't know how it's gonna go so far, but try to try to not focus on that. Try to focus on one pitch at a time and, and enjoying the game. I mean, I have great teammates that have been able to support me throughout the whole year. A week or two, you talked about that. You said we're gonna put that off and wait till we get there. Now you're here. I mean, uh, even coming back from Toronto, has it sort of felt like this is it now for this year? I'm not talking about for the future. We'll see where that goes. But these are the last couple of games you're going to play this season. Has that already started to get a little emotional for you? Uh, yeah, and obviously hearing that tomorrow, you know, the weather is not, not in our favor, you know. So, I mean, tomorrow is not guaranteed. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, sometimes they say it's going to rain. And it can be completely sunny, you know. So we don't know what tomorrow brings, but definitely today, uh, just going out there, enjoying a lot, and as I said, just taking a lot of deep breaths and obviously knowing that the season is almost over. Eight, nine weeks ago, you really kind of went off uh, and have put together a terrific last couple of months or so. Uh, I'd read somewhere, you'd along with other people along the way, you'd had a long talk with your mom just about slowing things down and getting back to it. I did, did she, I did, was the quote I read, like, the bird builds a nest one twig at a time I'm or telling something? you, yeah, that's what she said. And, uh, I mean, I was, I was in a really, really bad place at that time you know uh, just playing wise you know just my performance and where I was mentally and obviously my mom not being able to come out here this year at all it's kind of been hard on itself so she's always been there through text before every game after every game so I mean the support is always there for my family if it's my uncle my brother anyone you know and I mean those are those are really important you know family is always the one that, that has your back and in the good and the bad and obviously as I said still trying to finish the season strong I know I got two more games so uh Never know what can happen, but obviously you want to finish strong. You leaned on that family a little more this year because it has been such a strange year. There's been so much talk about the future, so much talk about where you go. Have you needed that sort of support system even more? 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely did need it a lot. Uh, as I said, they couldn't be here physically, but I mean, throughout the whole year, throughout my whole career, they've always been there, especially this year. They, they know, they know, I mean, how much it, 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 it can be, you know, how much of a toll it can take on you on a personal level, uh, especially not playing well and all the other stuff that's going on that you see in the news every day, contract-wise and stuff like that. The team wasn't playing well, that doesn't help either. So all the focus kind of goes on that. So they were always there. When you and your twin brother came here and signed as free agents, a lot of people said at the time you left money on the table. There was a loyalty thing. The Red yeah. Sox were with you early, and you felt you know you give them back. And and I know that's been important to you really your whole career. Uh, ideally, would you be able to continue that here? I mean, in an ideal world, you know, I know you love Derek Jeter, right? Shortstop yeah. for one team his whole career. Does that mean something to you if you can do that? I mean, if it's possible, you know, uh, but as I said, I can't, I can't really control those stuff. You know, uh, I just got two more games and obviously going into off season, it can be a, it might be a little different off season. You know, you never know what can happen. So, I mean, I'm definitely prepared, prepared for, for whatever happens, you know, obviously, and obviously this place, I mean, I, I really enjoy playing it. I have, have some great memories, great years here and uh, knowing a lot of people, getting to meet a lot of people throughout the course of my career here. So. It's definitely been fun, but uh, I'm definitely excited to see what, what the future holds. I feel like the fans, uh, it didn't really happen with Mookie, maybe because that was in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, you got straight in the offseason, yeah. Together. I feel the fans have used this season to have their voice heard. Yeah, you know, I've I seen it. Right? I mean, you took that picture on Fan Day with it signs yeah, in, or you freaking dopes. Yeah, that was, that was surprising. And as I said the other day, uh, I played a game here and the fans were like oh resign Xander you know and obviously you see a lot of a lot of stuff you know they're writing the cardboards or whatnot so I mean you see the the support from the fans the the want that they have to, for you to come back and for you to stay here so we'll see we'll see how that unfolds what does that mean to you when you hear it when you see it when you feel it I mean that means you're, you're definitely doing something good you know that's something that people is very appreciative of uh they see a lot of positive in, in the way you play the game or, or, or is it your character or, or anything like that, you know, but they see more positive than negative, you know. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to hit every time, but they they know deep down what it is. I, you know, talking to Sam Kennedy, talking to Heim Bloom, talking to Alex Cora, certainly, they are all saying, we know who Xander is, we know what he means, he's the kind of guy you want. Sounds pretty simple. I'm on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds pretty simple that if they want you and you want to stay here, this is something that should be able to get done if both sides want it, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it should be, you know. And uh, as I said, uh, the offseason is going to be very interesting this year uh, as opposed to, I mean, the other ones that I've had. You know, I mean, I've been obviously on the contract for – I signed my six-year deal. Uh, but we're going to see what happens, man. As I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the, what the future holds. I mean – it's it's very different for me, and I'm I'm enjoying these last last moments here, these last two games here, because I mean, as you said earlier, you you don't know what's going to happen with all the uncertainty and stuff like that. I remember 2016, watching David go through his last year, just thinking he must be so tired of asking questions about his career. He and had, you a, he had a much ready. better career though. But, so. but but you know what I'm saying, like. You guys focus on the game ahead. That's what makes ba I think that's what makes a, a baseball player different from any other athlete. The grind, you play every day. There's no mm -hmm. day off to do this. Mm -hmm. So you guys got to answer questions like this at, at 4.30 on a yeah. game day. You must be getting a little tired of people like me asking questions like this. I mean, winning, I feel like that, that helps it, you know. that uh, takes a lot of the attention off of that. But this has been a, a, a really tough year because we haven't even been playing well as a team. And then you have to hear all these questions about you individually and the team not playing well so 
that kind of takes a focus off of the team a little bit, you know, which is not what you want as a player. But I mean, that's, it's, it's where we are in the standings and where we were, where we are based on how we played this whole season. So I get it. And as I said, I mean, obviously a lot of people will want me to stay here and you obviously voice, I mean, you hear their voice and their support and, and their thoughts about you coming back or staying or, or stuff like that. That's a great point. I mean, if this were last year, we'd be talking about the Yankees and the wild card and all the good stuff. You know what I mean? It's a completely different scenario. And then maybe you'll have one day, maybe either the day we win the World Series or the day we get knocked out, and that'll be the last day we'll talk about it probably. Then you go hide on the beach in Aruba. Sunny Aruba. Uh, not like it's this. It's not like this. <laughs> it is not like Ramon this. Ramon just told me, like, it's like this in December. I'm like, there's no chance. Well, I'm never, I'm, ever. I'm, I'm telling you, this is a good day in December <laughs> here. Uh, when, when your season, d- defensively, I would argue you've had as good a season as you've ever had. Certainly one of the best and I don't know you know if you want to go by Fangraphs war it's the best of any American League shortstop I, I feel you know having watched your whole career I, I feel like you have been proving people wrong about your ability as a shortstop since you played in Lowell <laughs> you know I mean it's, a, it's always been well you might have to go to another position yeah, well yeah. here's Stephen Drew we'll put him back at third base well Jose you know, Iglesias Jose Iglesias he comes in yeah. how much pride do you take in the fact that you are playing as well or better defensively than you ever have I take a lot, man. As I said, uh, I wanted, I wanted to to have a positive defensive season. Uh, I mean, I would trade in a way a, a, a silver slugger for that. You know, I mean, that's how much I take pride in it. Sometimes defense don't like me. I always say that, but I really, I really like it. You know, I like it. Doesn't like me. So it's a, it's a, it's a tough, tough relationship we have. But this year, I'm thankful. I mean, the coaches they put in a lot of work last year especially the second half when we started doing some different different drills before games that has helped me a lot. I've said this in last year and I've coming into this year I was very optimistic and excited about the way I finished the second half last year defensively and I felt deep down that I was going to have a really good season defensively just based on how the second half finished last year and all the new stuff that we did like a routine you know like hitting in the cages you have a routine never kind of had that defensively only only here taking ground balls turning double plays but like we have like a cage work that we do separately now and I definitely feel like that has helped me I mean night and day for sure I feel baseball wise that's one good thing that came out of COVID like that's when you guys started doing all that they put those mats everywhere you could start yeah, taking ground yeah right? yeah they did that they did that in a COVID year obviously because we couldn't I mean you have to be like separated stuff like that and and in 2021 like I remember the second half like it's when I really like kind of took it serious I wasn't having a pretty good half defensively and as I said I just wanted to I wanted to improve man I, I really do and the second half last year was was really really good and it was better than this year but no one will talk about that and uh i'm very very thankful that this year is translate you're also a guy who's been i think very instrumental in helping rafael devers improve his defense and it's probably easier to talk the talk with him a little bit when you're playing as well defensively as that right i mean it's kind of contagious you're the making thing, plays he's making plays yeah, and the thing with him is he he i mean a lot of people might not say it, but he has so much range like he comes and cuts balls at shortstop that my uncle later and I will call me and be like, hey, you can't let those guys be taking your balls, you know. But it's just the range that he has. And I feel like the, the, the way he gets in trouble is on the routine plays, you know, throughout his career. Like, I mean, I don't want to say nothing about the one from yesterday, but, I mean, the one from yesterday was an easy play. Like, he, ten times he would make it nine plays, and the one time he didn't was, was last night, you know. So he has so much great range. He, he, he steals a lot of base hits. But where he gets really hammered is just on the, the, the routine plays that – you know, not a lot of guys mess up or, or, or boot or throw away or stuff like that. But when you want to talk about ranging and, like, diving plays, preventing runs, he's really good at that. But he just got hammered 
on the easy ones. Next year, with the with the no shifting or whatever you want to call it, regulation of the shift, you think that's going to be a good thing for you defensively? Yeah, I think it would be a good thing. I mean, no shift. You're tired just, of being on the other side? I mean, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, I, I like being in the shift, whatever they ask me to do. But, I mean, if that requires me to lose some weight, I'll definitely do that. You know, I mean, whatever going into the offseason that I need to do to maximize my range to keep up the way I've, I've been playing. If I feel you get to show your athleticism more. The, the yeah. Middle infield. Yeah, yeah, you'll definitely have to. Uh, I mean, you can still play close to the base, yeah. I would imagine. You just can't probably. Right up to it, right? Yeah, right up to it. I would imagine that's like the max point that you can get to. Yeah. So, as I said, if I need to lose weight or gain weight or get strong or whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to going to Arizona a lot, too, because these last two years with COVID, I haven't had a chance to go out there. And obviously, that's a place that I enjoy working out a lot in the offseason. So, I'm, I'm really, really excited to go back there. I've, I've, I've missed that place and working with those guys. Talk about fans saying they want Xander back. Trevor Story a couple weeks ago said, I, I want this guy back. I want to play with great players. Xander Bogart's a great player. You know, when back at spring training, right, when he was signed, yeah. they were, oh, yeah. he's a shortstop. Yeah. They're going to put him at second base for a year. How cool is it that, first of all, I, I know he missed a lot of time with the injuries, but I thought you two were great up the middle together. He's the helped. chemistry was almost right And away. he's helped everyone, you know. And, I mean, it, there were a couple of double plays that I made with him that, I didn't throw him the ball really good, and he made it. I'm like, man, I love you, man. It's, you know, it's, I mean, he just saved, saved my butt pretty much, you know, and I would always go to him and be like, man, like, it's crazy how, how you make these plays because he's so athletic, you know, and he adjusts really well to, like, bad throws and stuff like that. Still be able to make the double play when you feed him something bad. And, I mean, he's definitely been key to, to improving our, 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 our defense because obviously he doesn't play in the outfield, but some plays in the outfield he ranges and catches pop-ups and diving line drives and stuff like that. So, He's definitely been really helpful to all of the infield. And we've had a little look at Casas. Uh, boy, he can pick it pretty good over there, can he? Yeah, he can pick it. He can pick it. In the beginning when we got Hosmer, Hosmer also was the same way. You know, he was – I mean, he came with that reputation. You know, I've, I've seen him a lot with Kansas City and, and, and San Diego. But Casas also has been doing a, a really good job. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely put himself in a good position, I feel like, for the next year. We look ahead to these last couple days now, hopefully two games. Um, you had said in some ways, I read somewhere, you said last week or something, it was one of the hardest years you've dealt with. Is it the contract? Is it losing? Is it all of it? It is all of it. It is all of it because we didn't expect us to be last place. I mean, Baltimore, credit to them, they're having a really good year, but no one would have pictured Baltimore being ahead of us. I mean, no one. Uh, and uh, us underperforming. For a lot, a lot of part of the season, because obviously we know we had that hard stretch, uh, like 25 or something. When early on, when Trevor was, was when Trevor was playing on his with himself, you know, without without us, you know, and he put the team on his back, and and we just rolled with him. And at that point, we kind of changed stuff. But every time we kind of reach around 500, we just go back down, you know. And then you, you're three games under, then you get one game back. Okay, you know, now is the time. And then just it, that's how it's been the whole year. It's very very frustrating. And then. Obviously, with the whole contract stuff and not playing the way you know you want to play, but I would say in the end, I've, I've, I'm, I'm really happy with the season I've had. Obviously, I know I can do better. Uh, I'm capable of, of better, but with the improvements that I've made in other areas, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely satisfied. Have you had any conversations? No, haven't had any conversations. Uh, two more games missing in the season. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. I, mean, I don't want to say it, but I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to going back home also. I uh, haven't seen my family for a while. Uh, not, pretty much none of them have been able to come out. So uh, going back home is, is something I feel like I need a, a breather, especially from this. It's been a long season. I do want to ask a question because I think some fans think this. Has anything happened 
over the course of these 12 months, let's say, that makes you not want to come back to the Red Sox? Has anything no. changed? Because I know you've, you've always wanted to be no. here. That's why you signed that last deal. You yeah. wanted to be here. Yeah. Has anything changed in how you feel about playing for the Red Sox? No, I, I wouldn't say anything changed. Uh, obviously, we had, a, we had a bad year. Let's consider it. It's either good or bad. It definitely didn't have a good year. Uh, the year that's been disappointed. Uh, but the talent is there. You know, we know we know the areas that we need to improve on. Uh, the years, the, the areas that w were slightly not good as the others. Uh, obviously, offensive not clicking with the pitching, pitching not clicking with offense. So maybe consider this a down year and then be ready for next year. Because I mean, we have guys. Sorry, we have guys. We have the guys. Uh, so it's just a matter of bringing in more guys. Was there? I feel there was maybe a 48-hour period. I was in Houston with you guys at the trade deadline. They oh. moved Vasky. Yeah. We didn't know what else was going to happen, right? It wasn't so much after the trade deadline, but I, f I think at that point we all thought, oh, here we go, right? That's Jay another Martinez thing. Martinez might yeah. be going. Evaldi might, what are they going to do? Are they going to blow it up? And I felt that was the one time that maybe for like, I don't know, 30 hours there, you might have been scratching your head saying, I, I just don't know where we're going. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, I would say that's true because – I feel like the first trade we made was Vasquez, right? Vasquez yeah. leaving. Right. Vasquez was our starting catcher. Uh, he was having a great year with us. Uh, so Vasquez leaving is kind of like a like a hole in an area that we no one was expecting. You know, we thought we was at a point that maybe we were bringing in some guys. You know, I mean, I felt like that's where we were. And Vasquez leaving was the first move. Like, oh, like what's what's going on? You know, and. Later on, we got Hosmer, we got Fam. Uh, Fam played real well with us. Hosmer started off good, but but got hurt. And uh, and then JD was like kind of the next one that a lot of us, because his name was also swirling. And then obviously starting pitcher, I know a lot of people probably wanted Nate. Yeah. So it was it was a hard it was a hard uh, trade deadline also. And uh, as I said, Vasky leaving, and then that was. That was just the first one. It was like, right. oh, you know. Right. And a popular guy, a champion, yeah, you know, yeah, guy yeah. you've been through it all with. Uh, but I think, yeah. yeah. I lived with him in the minor leagues right. everywhere. Right. So right. It, you guys lived together. Yeah. He, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he was my Uber driver before the Uber. <laughs> before the Uber existed, you know. Just so did well. Five stars? <laughs> so uh, five star, good. You give him a five star review? Six. <laughs> uh, if, it's, if it's five is a max, I give him six. He was, he was really good and helpful to me. That's the tough part. People don't understand, and I know we could talk about it every year, but that's the, the business side of this yeah, that, isn't that, a lot of fun. You, you, but you know, you know you, this is what you sign up for, and he, he went there by Houston. Now he's in the playoffs. You know, he's, he's probably in a better situation than we are right now. We're, we're going home, but, I mean, he was, he was definitely close to me, and it, 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 it was tough. Do you uh, watch playoffs? Are you a guy who goes yeah. home and watches Yeah, I do. I do. I watch... I don't know with all the wild cards game, yeah. wild card games this year. Yeah, I haven't even figured out the schedule yet. Yeah, I think if you were in it, we'd be all over it. But I'm kind of like, I just know there's a lot of baseball. I know. I, 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 might, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it, but definitely locked in on the ALDS and the CS, and then all the way through through after that. When uh, as we wrap this up here again, hopefully you get that moment tomorrow. But it could be rain, could be whatever. If this is your moment to sort of send a message to fans. Not suggesting you're not coming back next year. We'll see. But, again, the support they've shown you this year, the way this season has gone, to wrap up this year with these fans, what would you say to them? I mean, I can still remember I got booed when I was my first full season in 14. The day we signed Steven Drew, I made two errors. And first player of the game, I made an error, threw it into the dugout. And then later on, I made another error. They booed me. I'm like, oh. I was 21 at that point. I'm like, they're booing me at 21? Like, so then I got my act together and then I improved. And ever since then, thankfully, I've never been booed. But 
that was kind of a wake-up call. And obviously with Steven Drew signing back was, you know, a whole, a whole deal. But they've definitely supported me, and, 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 and they've pushed me to become better ever since since that day. I mean, it was a young point in my career, and I'm very thankful for them for expecting a lot of a lot of great stuff from me, and that's what I also expect for myself. I know sometimes you're not doing the performance that they would want, but this is a hard game, man, and no one's putting the baseball on the tee telling you, you know what, you can hit it right there where no one's at, you know, or hit it over the wall. It's, it's hard, but, but, but we really work hard and we try, and, and, and obviously I, I'm definitely thankful for the support and, and all the great memories. All right, I already told Nesson, if you're back next year, we're going to bring back out the hockey competition because you are the defending the champ, champ. The champ, the champ, beat Johnny Gomes. Beat Johnny Gomes. Beat all of never them. picked up a hockey stick in never. his life. I still can't skate on ice, <laughs> but I can shoot it in the net. It's because you're never here in the winter. I'm like Austin, Ma- hey, I'm like, hey, I'm like Austin Matthews. <laughs> you do it all. 60 goals. The only, uh, the only ice in Aruba is in a drink. That's why I like yeah, Aruba yeah, yeah, in the yeah, winter. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't play one. hockey. <laughs> All right, my friend. It was great to see you. Thanks for the time. Thank you. I you know what we feel it. about you. Xander Bogart's uh, absolutely one of the best, and hopefully he gets his moment here Wednesday to wrap things up with the fans. We thank him, and we thank you for listening to the TC and Company podcast. We'll see you again next time. Thank you.